want to look at one more quick stop at some of the symbolism just because there's, uh, mm, there's a lot of fascinating it. things in this particular one. But a prayer often heard at the conclusion of Orthodox Jewish services is called the uh, Ani Ma'amin or the I Believe. Ani is I, Ma'amin is Belief. Full prayer says, I believe with perfect faith in the coming of the Masiach or the Messiah. And even though he may tarry, nevertheless, I wait each day for his coming. So they, uh, that's every service. I'm waiting for the Messiah. Now, sadly, at his first coming, Jesus did not meet the expectation of the Pharisees. They rejected him because they were jealous of him. Plus, they were expecting the one called the Masiach ben David, who would rule on the throne of David, bring judgment to the wicked and restore the temple and the kingdom of Israel. They were always looking for that. And so to this day, Orthodox Jews anxiously await the arrival of that particular Messiah, still believing he could come at any time. Hosea 3 says this, For the children of Israel shall abide many days without a king, without a prince, and without a sacrifice, and without an image, without an ephod, and without a teraphim. Afterwards shall the children of Israel return and seek Jehovah their God and David their king, and shall fear Jehovah and his goodness in the latter days. Now that prophecy speaks of a period of time called for many days, when Israel would be without king or prince or sacrifice or other religious articles, that in the latter days, literally the end of days, the nation will return and seek Jehovah and the Messiah. We're currently living in those many days and have been for nearly 2,000 years. But this period isn't the first time God had to kind of play hardball with us. <laughs> East of the garden, you might remember, in Revelation 13, 8, Jesus is called the Lamb who was slain for the creation of the world. Ten days after creation, which would be, of course, the first Yom Kippur, it occurred. A sin happened, we think, and spiritual death happened. But blood must be spilled to cover their sin, and God doesn't desire to kill Adam and Eve. So at creation, they were covered in light or glory, but now it's gone and they're naked. So God makes a sacrifice. He places their sins on the animal and kills it to make them coverings with its skin. Mm. The Hebrew meaning or concept of that word covering is anointing. So he restores their anointing. But with what? The blood of that sacrifice. Without shedding of blood, there's no remission or removing of sin, right? Because that's where the life is. And then God casts them out of the garden. Where do they go? To the east. The first animal was killed to make them close and restore their anointing. Now notice here. Adam and Eve leave the garden clothed with that animal. So in a sense, they are the second goat walking off into the wilderness mm. never to return. So that was the imagery. So needless yeah. to say, when they decided to kill the second goat, they were messing up the imagery rather significantly. They're actually killing Adam and Eve. Mm. So this is the next picture of Christ slain from the foundation of the world. Jesus will be called the second Adam, and so he is the first goat. And on the cross, when he is slain outside the city, he's also the scapegoat. And it was, uh, I believe at least, the, it actually occurred on the Mount of Olives, which is east of the city where the red heifer was slain. And it just makes a lot more sense. So at any rate, the Day of Atonement is closely connected to Ascension Day and has been since the beginning in the garden. So let's talk about... The, the symbolism, I think, is the most fascinating. On the Day of Atonement, the scapegoat was, led, scapegoat was led through the Eastern Gate toward the Mount of Olives, where it would disappear from view. And I've been there many times. As it fulfilled the removal of sins from the people. It says this, He shall send the goat away into the wilderness in the care of someone appointed for that task. The goat will carry on itself all their sins to a remote place. And it would be, if it kept walking, it would be where the city of the town of Bethany was, where Lazarus and that family, Mary and Martha, lived. <laughs> 
It's the exact same path on the mount that Jesus took with the disciples on the 40th day after his resurrection. So Jesus climbs with them to the top of the Mount of Olives, ascended into heaven, showing that our sins are removed as far as the east is from the west. So even his... And this is rather important if you don't, if you want to really grasp the significance. If how was his death on the cross really this day of atonement? Well, even he was the goat here. He was taking the sins and removing them as far as the east is from the west. He was cracking the sky, literally. Yeah. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Now, when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. While they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why you stand gazing up into heaven? The same Jesus who was taken from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Okay, so he leaves where the goat left from, the last place he left is the first place he'll return. Flip over to Zechariah 14. Then Jehovah will go forth and fight against those nations as he fights in the day of battle. And in that day his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall be split in two from east to west, making a large valley. Half of the mountain shall move toward the north, half towards the south. Then you shall flee from my mountain valley. I bet you would. <laughs> if you watch videos of Jerusalem this morning and then again tonight, you'll notice that they will change from wearing all black this morning to all white the Day of Atonement services. But sadly, the only change for them without Yeshua Jesus covering their sins is on the outside. They're just changing their clothes. The Day of Atonement implies that we need atonement so what is atonement? And uh, you should be mindful, too, that they're trying to carry on kind of the tradition of uh, their sins being turned white. And how do they do that? By coming to Jesus? No, they just change clothes from black to white. So a separation occurred between God, who is holy, and man, who is holy, but sinned, and now needs a way to be reconciled to God. Adam and Eve, choice to sin, made everyone guilty before God without hope. Until God had made way, Christ, the sinless lamb, took upon himself the sins of the whole world that we might receive atonement for our sins and be reconciled to God. To accept this atonement for sin, we acknowledge one sin and receive his sacrifice. Not very complicated. So reconciliation is not only possible, it's called the good news. So there, you can do more than change your clothes. You can actually have your sin removed. And it says in Romans 5, For as one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall, and that's a capital one, many shall be made righteous. Coming up, I think there is, without a doubt, and again, this is going to be looking a, a bit at a struggle that the, the especially Jewish leaders have had with some verses in the Old Testament that clearly point to Jesus. And they're just, you know, saying, no, they don't, no, that doesn't mean that. So I want to take you through some of that as on this Day of Atonement, because the Day of Atonement represents something really special. The end times, you might hear that when all Israel will look on Jesus and be saved, there's multiple verses. That will happen on the Day of Atonement in the future some point. So what I want to walk you through is what does that look like? What is that situation about? And uh, we'll check that next.